1: Remember, you can listen to full-length episodes of the Doctor's Kitchen podcast wherever you listen to pods. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and vegetables per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. Curries, stews, tray bakes, you name it, it's in the cookbook.
0: I think it's something that I guess we're fortunate in that we're identical twins. So we've always had each other to support each other. And whenever we've kind of either of us has a harebrained idea, the other one goes, Great idea, Dave, let's go do it. <laughs> you know, so and then if you're feeling bad, someone can understand you without even needing to talk. You can literally just see him and you can go, I know what you're feeling, you know, the way. So we've been very fortunate that we've always had that unconditional support and so close, and it's been all our lives. So it's, I guess, we've been very privileged in that regard. Um and in terms of, but yeah, I'd say we've always been insufferable. Like we've been, we've had just boundless energy. Like we've always had, you know, we've been like greyhounds. You know, we just need large open spaces and we love chasing balls, (laughs) as in like footballs or golf balls. Like a dog, like we just have loads of energy and always have done. And I guess as you kind of go out into the world and you start growing into yourself and finding more and more about yourself, you get more and more confident and you feel less of a need to fit in. And I think then you then you become more. And I guess as we get older now, now we're 41, we find, you know, eating a plant based diet, we find meditation, swimming in the sea, you know, sleeping well, really fundamental to feeling good. And I I guess Mm. back about 20 years, we gave up alcohol because growing up in Ireland, Alcohol and similarly, probably in the UK, alcohol is like the social lubricant. It's like mm. y- an Irish man would never dance unless they're drunk. You know, we grew up mm. in an environment like this. And so- I think I think up until we were probably I don't know what age, maybe it was nineteen, we'd never kissed a girl unless we were drunk, like. You know, other than your girlfriend, as, it's, individuals, to yeah, as individuals, just yeah, as individuals, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like because it was just such a social, thing. like you you needed alcohol to go meet a girl, like, and that was how it was, yeah. and it wasn't until we realised that you could meet girls that you were sober during the day that then we realised giving up alcohol was sustainable. Yeah, and I yeah. guess giving up alcohol meant we didn't have hangovers, and it meant just a more even distribution of our energy that we weren't living for the weekend that it was. And I think it was no conscious decision to give up alcohol. We gave it up for that marathon and then, which was only going to be two weeks. And then we said, let's keep it going till Christmas, which was another month. And then that two weeks has ended up being 20 years, just by chance. Like there was no kind of black and white decision. I want to not drink alcohol. It just, we felt more ourselves and didn't feel as much of a need to fit in and that kind of a sense, growing into yourself, and I think that's one of the challenges with the business. And as the business has grown, like when you mentioned, did you have a two-year plan? Our, our minds don't work that way. Our minds are very much in the moment, problem solvers. Let's let's lead. Let's charge. Okay. Not necessarily strategic thinkers. Not necessarily, you know, um, great managers. I'd say quite the opposite. Appalling managers. But but as the business has grown, fortunately, we, we got, kind of got to know our weaknesses pretty quickly and realized we're good at certain things and we're awful at other things. So can we bring in other people that balance out our weaknesses, that are better at structure, better at order, better strategic planning, so that we can focus on the bits that we're good at and we can enjoy that and the balance, we can find that, that harmony and that kind of nice dance within the business itself.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's really good that you have that sort of self-awareness that you can understand where your pitfalls are and... I guess on one hand, you know, it's great to have someone to be your cheerleader so you can express yourself authentically, you can be vulnerable, you can be creative, you can say yes to most ideas that come into your head. But I guess what would you say would the downsides be of perhaps your relationship as identical twins working in a business, which is obviously going to be high pressure considering, you know, you have so many people relying on you? Uh, I think,
0: think one of the main things is because you're so similar, you've got the same strengths and the same weaknesses. So number one, you live in your own echo chamber. So if he says, oh, Dave, I think we should go this way. I'll go, oh, brilliant idea, Steve. And we'll go at it like a pair of blind fools. So we'll go, you know, we always have support whether the idea is good or bad. (laughs) So oftentimes we'd end up doing harebrained things and people like we'd have so many, what people would call failures and make so many mistakes. And I think when you mentioned that topic, self-awareness, that only has come out of falling into so many mistakes and so many holes. And I think part of the reason why we've mm. been so comfortable making mistakes is that there's always been one of us to pull the other one out of the hole. As so here, into- grab onto this rope and I'll pull you out. Right, let's go that way instead. Yeah, so I, I guess everyone learns differently and approaches things differently. Like y- you strike me, rupees as a much better, you know, thinker, more considerate, more deliberate. We were more of the kind of ready, fire, aim. If, even That's I can tell a idea. story, even back when, back 20 years ago when Steve was learning to be a snowboard instructor, he, I remember him telling me this so much. He said, like he was learning, he was on the, the ramps, you know, where you're doing tricks. And he said, he ended up spending a full week going up this ramp and throwing himself off it to learn this 360 spin. And he said, I threw myself off it for a full week. And this, he said, my mate Connor sat there and watched me for the full week. He said, I must've tried it 200 times and I eventually, I nailed it. He said, my friend watched me for the full week and he got up on his first attempt and he did it. And he just learns completely differently. Like, and it's like we learn by trial and error, other people think and plan and organise and that's their skill set. Ours is just happens to be quite, you know, more as Steven said, uh, fire ready aim, that kind of thing.